a podcast by two best friends who should have been sisters at birth. And now they're your sisters you've never had. Welcome to the very first episode of Sisters You've Never Had. My name is Lisa. And I'm Teresa. And for our very first episode, we thought we would start off by introducing our friendship, how we met, why we're doing this podcast, what this podcast is about, and we're actually going to be diving into our very first episode, entering Entering the the dating dating market market in the midst of a global (laughs) pandemic. pandemic. What? (laughs) Oh my god. Like, it's funny because we've actually thought thought of this idea for so long and it's been months in the making Mm -hmm. so we are so excited to be bringing you this podcast so to kick us off Teresa tell us a little bit about yourself yes hi everyone and oh my gosh I can't believe we're finally starting our very first episode of this podcast I'm so excited I know this is Unbelievable. So I'm Teresa. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Vancouver. I work as a corporate marketer at a big tech company in the music and entertainment industry. I am um, Chinese, but my parents grew up in Vietnam. So culturally, I have really been influenced by Vietnamese culture and of course, um, Chinese culture. For fun, I coach on the side. I'm actually a career coach. So I help young women get into their dream jobs. Um, my, side hustle Instagram is called quarter life careers and that <laughs> and go follow her guys she's Thank fucking you. amazing <laughs> that's kind of what I do on the side um and some fun facts about me are that you know on my free time I really love BTS so I watch a lot of their videos I am also a big like concert goer like before all of COVID like I've been to so many concerts from like Beyonce Jay-Z to Taylor Swift um I also went to the Jonas Brothers last year and I touched Joe Jonas's hand. No freaking way. I fucking did. What? It was lit. I also you did not tell me this. Justin Timberlake's hand. Okay. Bro, <laughs> chill. I, yeah, I know. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and another funny fact about me is that I failed math 11, um, but I retook it and I, I, I did it. I applied for university and I got in and here I am today working in corporate marketing. <laughs> the person who failed Math 11 is now coaching people on how to get their dream <laughs> jobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a bit about me. Um, and then I'd like to just pass it on to my bestie, Lisa, for her introduction. Hi, guys. Okay, so as Teresa said, my name is Lisa. And basically, um, how do I start introducing myself? Okay, <laughs> so for my full-time job, um, we both actually both work full-time in corporate. So my job is in telecommunications. I also do work in marketing. I'm just going to say marketing for simplicity purposes, but really the role is a lot more complicated than that. Um, I also have a little side hustle of my own. Um, I also work as a content creator, as a YouTuber and Instagrammer. So you can- You guys have to follow (laughs) her because she gives the most- useful information like from like fashion style like everything like she just has so much good content and follow her 
on Instagram. It is getaway. Oh my God. Honestly, Teresa <laughs> is my biggest hype woman. Whenever I have a bad day, I literally just call her and she makes me feel <laughs> so much better. We actually had a really quick hype session for each other, hyping right each other Right before up. this, we're like, okay, we can do this. Like, yeah, we got we're gonna this. We're going to get our first one on out. But anyway, so other info that I'm just going to copy Teresa's template. So I am also 26 years old. We're born in 1994 mm-hmm. because I feel like, I don't know, depending on when you're hearing this, we might not be 26 anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just giving the year to kind of be, you know, clear on our age. Fun Mm -hmm. facts. Okay. So I really like to listen or watch kind of like real crime stuff. And I feel like as someone who is really anxious all the time, I feel like it's a a bad bad idea. idea. (laughs) Why do you do that? (laughs) I don't know. I just, I scare myself, but I really like listening to it. It's one of my hobbies. Um, Mm -hmm. And also what else? Oh, I am, um, I guess you could say Chinese, but if you want to be real specific, I'm actually from Taiwan. My family, my whole family is from Taiwan. Right now, I actually live in Toronto full time, but Mm. I have, I am privileged to be in Vancouver right now for such a long period of time Mm. because of COVID. Um, Since I can work from home, we're just, I'm kind of just here dodging the pandemic. (laughs) Um, So that's currently the situation. Which is great because now we get to work on this launching this quarantine project. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much all about me. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, we thought we would also talk a little bit about how we met and, mm-hmm. you know, how we became best friends and stayed best friends for, for 14 over, years. Yeah. A it's long been damn a long time. damn time. This Seriously. Is, it's over half of our lives. Yeah. Can you take that oh in? Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is more than that half. Is yeah. Okay, so... I kind of want to hear how you kind of like perceive our friendship okay. and like how we met. So you can kick us off on how we met. Okay. So how did we meet? It was 2006. Okay. So in elementary school, I was definitely a wild child. Um, I would always kind of get kicked out of the class because I was making everyone laugh too much. Um, I was always kind of talking back to the teachers, but like I was just very strongly opinionated as a kid. And so my mom thought Teresa needs to be disciplined and she needs to learn some leadership skills. So I'm going to sign her up for this program called Air Cadets. And so the first night I went, I just had the worst time. Everyone was so strict. I didn't know anybody because it was in another city. So I had no friends there in that program. And it took a few months of my mom dragging me there, like making sure that I actually go and me meeting some people. And ever since we met, it has just been like my whole experience at Cadets really turned around the moment that we met because of our similar energies, our vibe. Like we were so happy and enthusiastic. And I finally met someone else that was as obsessed as High School Musical and Zac Efron as I was, because this is 2006, seven, right? Yeah, we were obsessed. That was like the time, the prime time for High School Musical. It's so funny because when you were starting to tell the story and you were like the first night of Air Cadets and in my head, I was just like, I don't think I talked to you. I thought it was like such a positive story. 
months later, but like yes. my first day, it was like miser. I was miserable, and I that whole first year, I wanted to quit. And then we met. Yeah, I feel like you know, like the first year was a little bit tough, and we just couldn't like really fit in. And then what changed it all was we decided to both sign up for this trip. So there was a free trip to yeah, go to free. Ottawa, and <laughs> we were like, "Well, hell yeah, I'm gonna go to yeah. Ottawa for free." Yeah, I'm not going to yes. Ottawa. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, like of course. So sign me up, and we both signed up, and um. How we met was that we had to line up according to height. So the exactly. tallest to shortest. Oh and me and Lisa being two of the shortest girls, <laughs> like back then and even now, we're like, you know, five, <laughs> two, five, three. Yeah. So we were always paired up. We were always next to each other. Eventually, we just befriended each other and sat on the bus together. Yeah. We started like rooming together. Yes. Um, this it, is, it, it was just so much fun. Like we would like do all the bus sing-alongs, like share music from our like iPod yes. nanos. I remember Sharing the air, one ear, <gasps> one earbud in each other's ears. It was just so cute and so fun. And we would just like sing High School Musical the whole trip and annoy everyone. Oh my God. I actually clearly remember this because I feel like at the start of the trip, we didn't really know each other that no. well. And we, but we we're, were just always super bonded. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it gradually was just like, you know, the trip, I feel like from another person's perspective, it was like, oh, like nothing's really happening. It's like everyone was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. But then by like mid to end of the trip, it's just like these two annoying freaking girls. Always at the, the back, back, at the very <laughs> end, like kind of like strolling along when everyone's like, Already like heading into the plane, oh my we're, god! Like, very yes. last in line, just kind of chilling, hanging out, doing our own thing. <laughs> we were a little rebellious, I feel like, we were, but we were we had so much fun, and yeah. that's why like I stayed in cadets, and I guess that's why you stayed yes. in too because we like met each other and we exactly. have this like friendship that's like not what we have with others Other- at school. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it was it's almost a different like, bond. It was almost mandatory hangout for cadets at that point. So it's like, oh, you know, why quit? Whatever. Yeah. But um, that's kind of how we met. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the reason or how we've stayed best friends for Mm -hmm. this long, even, you know, past high school and university, because Fun fact, Teresa and I have actually never been in the same school together. We didn't go Mm -hmm. to the same elementary, high school or university, but we've mm-hmm. always... We stayed in touch throughout yes. everything, like from elementary school to high school to university. Actually, Lisa moved across the country to go to a university in Toronto, whereas I stayed in Vancouver and I mm-hmm. went to UBC. And we still stayed in touch. In fact, I felt like we got even closer, closer. because <laughs> yeah. in first year of university, it was just a tough time to adjust from high school to university. And we just called each other all the time, like every day, multiple times a day to kind of help each other get through um, school. Exactly. When, yeah. Because when you're a freshman, it just it's just tough adjusting, mm-hmm. living in the dorm, like taking exams. And we really helped each other through that. And we helped each other through our first relationships yes. when we were like 15 years old, I 16 know. years old, to maybe our next relationships when we were like in our 20s. So exactly. It, it just, we really went through a lot together. Yeah. Like from, you know, all the fun times to maybe some mentally exhausting times too. And there were yeah. times where we helped each other 
out of really tough and difficult situations. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. And you know, today when I was driving, I was actually thinking about how <laughs> I actually go to you for literally almost everything. Like, okay, you guys think, okay, obviously I go to Teresa for my big decisions in life, but like even little day-to-day oh, my decisions, gosh. like the <laughs> picture I post on Instagram, like you think I just like took that picture and posted it it's like no it went through like a vetting process but you have multiple people in your (laughs) vetting process okay so lisa just last week had a dick appointment and she made me pick out her lingerie and i was like sure i guess (laughs) and she was just modeling them on and like me being the bestie i'm like okay this one oh no not this bra because like i just don't like it It doesn't your boobs don't look big enough (laughs) (laughs) which it, it will never look big enough but you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I guess going back to this and how our best friendship really blossomed, um, in the recent months, we, we, we kind of got closer again through kind of just sticking with each other through, um, COVID and, our conversations have always been funny from when we were like 13 years old to our early 20s to now. Yeah. So, and we've always FaceTimed each other too. Like mm-hmm. I even, I have screenshots of, in fact, we were looking through our photos yesterday <laughs> or like a few days ago and I found a picture of me screenshotting me facing, <laughs> FaceTiming Teresa and she was with my ex-boyfriend. Oh my and gosh. And we were FaceTiming. That's this was so in first funny. year yeah, too. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Hi, Colin. <laughs> hey, Colin, if you're listening to this, what's up? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, just, yeah, just going back to like, our friendship, it really leads to us starting this podcast because we really cover everything and anything. This isn't just a friendship where we, you know, this is a a friend to go partying with, or this is kind of a work friend or just a school friend. This is a friend that covers kind of like all of life's events, like life problems, like life basis. And so we wanted to share our conversations where we really talk and cover everything from dating to mental health, to like sex, to like fun stuff <laughs> and open our conversations and share it with you all. Yeah, exactly. I think definitely our idea of this podcast blossomed because we because we talk on the phone so often mm-hmm. and for so long, a lot of the content that we say, we're like, oh my God, I feel like people could just benefit people can relate. from, yeah. yeah. Or like if people aren't having these conversations with their own best friends yes. or with their own group of friends or their own sisters, then it would be super beneficial to have exactly. Them listen in on us and we're kind of just opening it up our community exactly and also you know my mom didn't give me a sister so I kind of (laughs) had to outsource my own sister so it's this is you know a podcast for anyone in situations like that like Mm -hmm. or even if you're just not having a conversation like this with your sister or maybe this is going to give you an idea Mm -hmm. to talk about things with your sister so I feel like some of our conversations moving forward are either going to be super hilarious or it could even be super serious or Mm -hmm. you know like whatever it is um we're here for you we want to be your new sisters if you even if you already have a sister we're going to be two new sisters for you if Mm -hmm. you don't have a sister we're going to be your two new sisters basically we got you we will cover everything and anything and we would love to take your suggestions too on what you want us to discuss going forward exactly so i feel like that was the perfect opportunity to plug in our instagram um Mm -hmm. so our instagram is the same as our podcast name it is at sisters 
you've never had. So if you do have any topic suggestions, please feel free to DM us. We mm-hmm. already have a few ideas. Some people already sent us a few ideas mm-hmm. and we have some pretty exciting ideas and conversations that we we're have go some through. really fun topics to come. So we cannot wait. Yeah, but speaking of topics for today, dive into our very first topic, which is entering the dating market or the dating scene in the midst of a global pandemic. Exactly. So Lisa and I are both finally single together, together for the first time in our entire lives. In our entire basically entire lives. Yes, since we met. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Believe it or not, if you are listening to this, we have been friends for over fourteen years, and. The overlap. Okay, we actually have a term. We literally just call it the curse. Like, we think that, you know, for some reason, (laughs) we are just never single or in a relationship at the same time. And even if we are, it's like for such a brief... It's for like three weeks. Yeah. Like, it's It's like for nothing. It's like a joke. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, we can't even party together. We Mm -hmm. couldn't even, like, go on double dates together. It was painful. Yeah, we, we never had, like... Yeah, we never had, like, a single face together. And I felt like... Now is our time. We both are kind of not freshly single, but we are like pretty like recently single. Um, the last couple of months and time for us to to be single together and enjoy our mid twenties. Yes. I have a hunch that we're going to be single, not for three weeks, like last time, which was a joke. Um, because, okay, here's all you, though. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, we, we've we both also been in pretty long-term relationships. Yes. So, Teresa's been in, like, a four-year, five-year? I was in, like, a four-year relationship, and I after was that, also, I was yeah. single for three years, and then in a relationship for two years. So, I've, I've always been in really long-term yeah. relationships. And Lisa, too. But then, like, with my three years being single, she was with someone for, like... Yeah. Three. Four. Four years. No, it's so funny because when you were with your last person for four years, yeah. the minute you guys broke up, yes. I was got into a relationship. relationship for four years. So guys, that's, that's already crazy. eight years. What? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> and also, it's like, okay, you guys are maybe going to discover this, but I have terrible luck. Maybe you'll listen about it, you know, in the later podcast, but it's like, of course, the two of us are single together finally, mm-hmm. but of course, in the year 2020, when yes. everything sucks, exactly. and obviously, like, the dating market sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can talk about some pros. That's true. There, there are, are some pros. pros in the sense that if you're dating in, during COVID, you'll have to kind of try... Well, the person that is trying to court you will have to try a little harder mm-hmm. because they're wanting to get to know you more. If they're really serious about a relationship, that will show more as well. Yeah. They're not here to like fuck around because you can't really fuck just anybody right now. It's yeah. COVID. Like you, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna risk corona for the WAP. <laughs> And also, I feel like there's less, I mean, I'm not going to say not a chance, but less of a chance of them touching you because obviously people are at least six feet away. Exactly. And you can, you can at least give more valid excuses that they can't be against, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you, if you don't like touch after during pre-COVID times, it's less mm-hmm. likely, but mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, sorry. Like, now you actually exactly. have to keep your distance. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about <laughs> our dating philosophies because we yes. actually talked about this and we discovered that our dating We are completely different yes. personality types when it comes to dating. I, for one, am the type that date to get married. Like, I'm <laughs> always looking for something super serious. And if you're not 
the one for me. I don't like to waste my time. I would rather just kind of be my by myself. And I've never dated just for fun. But Lisa, on the other hand, is living her best life because <laughs> she is out there and meeting people and discovering herself and enjoying that whole dating scene in the midst of COVID. So I want Lisa to share more about her experiences. I'm dead. Okay. I'm living through you vicariously. <laughs> I feel like you can see Teresa's dating style by just even like the way she swipes because she's so careful with her swiping. <laughs> Whereas for me, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, anybody? Yeah. Just like, left, no. left, left, right, left, left. Like, yes. And yes. I don't like really, I don't like read into their bios like that much. Like, I also have a friend who, you know, will do an entire higher background check before wow. she swipes right. Yeah. I feel like you're maybe not, not as that extreme, but level. like you're mid between like, like me Like I'll her. be like, okay, does he have a decent career? Does he have, does yeah. he take like an education box? Yeah. Like all the kind of the basics. And yeah, so I mean, in my own self-defense, I do want to mention that number one, this is my first time doing online dating because yes. before I've always met my people like in person mm -hmm. before, like this mm -hmm. is really my my first time yeah because using tinder really blew up in like 2000 and like 15 or 14 yeah. and then everyone had started online dating on different apps since and you're kind of seven years into the game exactly doing this for the very first time so this must be so exciting to you and it's all brand new and refreshing yeah exactly yeah. and i think because my last relationship was for four years mm -hmm. and you know it is kind of still relatively me being relatively new to being single, I feel like I was really exhausted from my four-year mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. that That's a long I, time. Yeah. Most of your 20s. Exactly. Yeah. So right now for me, I think I just, you know, need a lot of time alone to discover myself. Mm -hmm. And also because I feel like right now I'm just kind of like Asian parenting myself saying like, <laughs> Lisa, like if you get a boyfriend, he's going to be a distraction. Whereas like when I was little, like, or when I was in high school, I wanted a boyfriend so badly. And my mom was like, like he's going to be a distraction. No yeah. No. And no. now I'm like saying that to <laughs> now myself. Now you're your own Asian mom. Exactly. We have, you know, a <laughs> podcast that's working that we're doing. Yeah. We work full time mm -hmm. and I still have my content creation. Like yeah. who's going to find the time, you know? Right. That being said, I feel like Teresa and I, <laughs> even though we are starting the dating scene, we've already had a few we have interesting... a really funny story to share. <laughs> so he, I wonder if he's listening. <laughs> I'm dead. So, he knows about it for sure. <laughs> so I swiped on this guy and he messaged me on Hinge. And I thought his profile looked super familiar because it seemed that... Lisa mentioned him before based on um, his ethnicity and based on his work. So he works in the banking industry. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like a Korean guy in the banking industry in Vancouver, like there must only be literally one. And so I send a <laughs> screenshot to Lisa and I'm like, hey, you know this person or have you dated this person before? And she's like, yes, I have. <laughs> and she gave me the full on details as to who he was, what he does, all the pros and cons, like a significant list of pros and cons. And in addition to that, she sent me an Excel sheet of all the guys that she's seen and dated. And I think, wow, I've never been so impressed of 
a girl's organization when it comes to online dating. So I'm <laughs> oh so- my god, that's so funny. Okay, so guys, this is so funny. Once again, um, so when Teresa sent me that text, I, I kid you not, I sent her that screenshot within like two seconds. I was just like, she's like, have you dated this guy? I'm just like, yes. And then I copied and pasted a screenshot of the Excel sheet and I was like, here you go. Like you want to... Yeah. And age, I even said... City. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's number one, by the way. Or whatever. <laughs> And yeah. he actually was number one. You're like, I recommend. I highly recommend. Yeah, I was... Okay, this is what I said. I said, you know, I don't think he's for me per se, but, like, he's a really great guy. Like, don't yeah. let him go to waste. I was like, you you should try him out or whatever. So um, And also, regarding this spreadsheet, like, it's... <laughs> I did not start this right when I started dating. Okay, no, that's no. insane. I actually started... I actually started this only... <laughs> only last week um, <laughs> with... One of my friends, Helen. Hi, Helen. Hey, Helen. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so I feel so exposed right now, and I feel like low-key I'm exposing Helen, but whatever. Um, so we were talking, and we were just like, okay, we're just going through a pool of people, but the positive end to this is that we're learning about ourselves and like what we want from guys. That being said, we decided to make this spreadsheet because we thought it would be funny to look back one day. Like, you know, when you're mm-hmm. when you're married, you're like 50, you want to like tell your kids, like, oh my god, I dated like xyz mm-hmm. like whoever and these then, are ty- like, the type of guys that i was seeing exactly. and like especially at this time like in 2020 these are what the guys these We're are what the, yeah these are what the type of guys like i was into at the time exactly and i feel like the pros and cons list actually does help me out because i yeah. kind of realize like like i said i I've only been in really two serious relationships and mm-hmm. um, I feel like they were also super long. Like my last one was like such a reality check for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't really know. I didn't really know what I wanted. That was also mm-hmm. another issue of why my relationship ended. But that being said, going into the dating market, <laughs> I'm like, this is a learning opportunity. Totally. And anyway, so Teresa benefited from this spreadsheet because she already got all the deets <laughs> before even like sending him a reply. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it was pretty screening yeah (laughs) exactly and okay so also what's really funny is we told this guy that we were starting a pod or sorry I told this guy when we were talking that I'm starting a podcast with my best friend Mm -hmm. and then we we weren't talking anymore but then but then so me (laughs) and this guy start talking and I'm also telling him that I'm starting a podcast (laughs) with my best friend and he's and clearly he knows of you and he knows me and so he's able to put us together but he's not brought it up yet yeah i feel like this guy is such a chicken right now he's like oh no i dated two girls that are best, best friends, friends that are starting this podcast are they gonna shit talk me on this podcast 100 percent. we're doing, we're doing it, right it right now, now. <laughs> no but seriously though it's like it's like what are the chances that you meet two girls in vancouver that's starting a podcast in the exact same month. Okay, like yeah. what? And we want to talk about that too because the market is small, yes. especially in Vancouver. And I don't know, like I wonder if it it's this it is what it is because we're looking for people within our age that are single at this time that are straight males exactly um that like have a job you know like we have like our minimum requirements but it seems like there aren't that many out there in this market right now yeah and i mean obviously there's a lot of people in terms of guys but just like just you know swiping 
or at, if you're gonna swipe left for every single fish picture or every single mirror selfie that mm-hmm. you're topless, you know, like <laughs> the remaining pool of people is like 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why we're, we're running into the same yeah. 10 people. It's actually funny because I recently, so I'm going back to Toronto soon yeah. and I recently switched my um, location on Hinge. By the way, I have since deleted it, but um, I recently switched my, um, it's okay, um, location. <laughs> on Hinge to Toronto and the same thing is he- happening between me and Helen. Mm-hmm. Like Probably because there's like 30 eligible guys exactly. and then it goes through like your whole friend group of like eight <laughs> girls. <laughs> exactly. So the pool is really small right now but you know that's the downside but the upside is at least when you go on the dates you know you don't mm-hmm. really have to touch them and yeah. also you can use COVID as an excuse to kind of leave the date. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like when you're having those like outdoor dates where you're meeting at the park, because that's, I find that that's where people are usually meeting, especially into throughout the summer and into the fall. You're going on like nice, beautiful walks. When you have to go use the restroom, that's your chance to ditch yeah. the date. Or if the date isn't going well, you can just be like, I'm so sorry, I have to use the restroom. I and know. I, I don't feel comfortable using a public restroom in the park. Exactly. So I gotta go. Exactly. Home. It's fo- it's so funny. I've always hated my bladder until yeah. COVID and I was like, yo, like this is great. <laughs> like I can... Every 30 minutes. Exactly. I'm like, I'm small. Obviously I have a small bladder. Yeah. G2G. <laughs> <laughs> Gots to go. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I actually did do that with one guy and then we literally never oh. spoke ever since but it was also because the chemistry was off okay but we just we had a date and then we both you know just kind of like I told him I had to go pee and yeah then, and then I left and then we well we left we both went our separate ways and yeah. then we never spoke ever since yeah, so, yeah it's, I mean it's reality I mean like you don't have to be stuck at a restaurant with someone or like you know an activity like a movie with someone in the theater and it's like a long like two three hour activity exactly you can literally like meet someone super briefly you're six feet apart you don't have to worry about sexual harassment you can Mm -hmm. like leave at your own you can kind of leave with an easier excuse exactly so you know those are the pros of dating during covid Exactly. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like dating also during COVID is, has been interesting because, you know, the, the activities that you're going to be doing is very yeah. limited. Even limited. eating at restaurants, like depending on mm-hmm. what city you are, you might not even be able to do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I saw this one meme and it was like, you know, because of COVID, my wedding is postponed mm-hmm. and not because I'm in a relationship, but this right. one definitely is now postponed because of that too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's so true. Cause like, how are we supposed to even meet people or get close or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's right. Like people are really relying on apps right now. The, the people that would like typically mingle and meet others at like a bar, a club, yeah. a club um, at other people's weddings. Yeah. Because that happens frequently. Like there's no opportunity. Exactly. Because it's for weddings, it's immediate families only. And you don't go to gatherings with more than what, like six people under a roof. So. Exactly. But oh, well, I feel like my hunch is I'm not really going to meet anyone that is going to be the one or whatever. In yeah. fact, I don't really want to for at least You don't want year. it right now. Yeah. And that's your mentality. Exactly. So I'm not, I feel like I'm going into this, like meeting people, learning Mm -hmm. about new things Mm -hmm. and just kind of taking this time to learn about myself. 
Yes. But yeah, I'm so excited for us to share more Mm -hmm. dating stories with you guys. (laughs) For sure. Like we will share our experiences kind of entering this market. I mean, being in this market right now during COVID and lots more to come. Living through Lisa's vicarious single (laughs) dating series. Exactly. And for our next few episodes, we are going to have a few dating ones. We are going to have a few friendship ones. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to, you know, spoil it a little too much. But if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we constantly give updates. We share fun facts. And we're also going to be sharing cool quotes. So make sure you follow us on there. And once again, Mm -hmm. if you want to submit questions for us as well, or even topic suggestions, feel free to do so. Yeah. Yeah, and with that being said, we'd like to wrap up and thank you all for listening to our very first episode. Woo! We did it. I know we did it. We hope you enjoyed we this hope episode. You enjoyed, and we will catch you real soon on our next one. Bye, guys. See you later.